Our gospel reading today comes from the 13th chapter of Matthew's gospel, verses 31 to 33 and 44 and following. Hear the word of the Lord, the parables of Jesus. He put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in his field. It is the smallest of all the seeds, but when it is grown, it is the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. Continuing on with verse 44. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field which someone found and hid and then in his joy he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. On finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and caught fish of every kind. When it was full, they drew it ashore, sat down, and put the good into baskets, but threw out the bad. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all this? They answered, yes. Then he said to them, Therefore every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like the master of a household who brings out of his treasure what is new and what is old. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. O Lord, use your servants' lips and your people's ears and hearts that they may be wed, that the seed of your word might be planted and brought forth with a resurrection joy Amen and amen. Today we are looking at the strange and beautiful kingdom of God. It is a kingdom that is present in the present. Jesus says the kingdom of God is among you. It is also a kingdom that is yet to come. One that we only catch glimpses of at some parts of our lives. It is a strange and beautiful kingdom. And when Jesus speaks about this kingdom, he speaks uses a ser- using a series of parables. And these parables that we've looked at today show us, number one, we can't see it. Why is it that the kingdom of God that is there, that is all over the world, that is among us, is something that we can't see? Well, it's something that works mysteriously. It's something that starts off in a very tiny way. It starts off almost imperceptible. It works mysteriously from imperceptibility to something that can be seen. It changes from that which is small to that which is grand, from that which is almost invisible to that which we can easily see. Kyle McDonald was stuck in a dead-end job, and he was at his desk one day, and he looked and he saw a red paperclip. 
he decided on an improbable plan that he would take this red paper clip and use the internet to trade and he decided that he would attempt to trade upward from a red paper clip to a house first he traded the red paper clip for a fish shaped pen Next, he traded the pen for a doorknob, and then he traded the doorknob for a Coleman stove, and he traded the Coleman stove for an electric generator. He traded the generator for a Budweiser sign and a keg of beer, which he then traded again for a snowmobile. Exactly one year later, in 14 trades following, McDonald finally reached his goal. He exchanged a part in a Hollywood movie for a home in Saskatchewan, Canada. The true story of Kyle McDonald is told in his book, One Red Paperclip, and it describes how the book being made into a movie gave him fame and fortune, a work, a movie deal, and even a home, and it all began with one red paperclip. The kingdom of God works mysteriously. The kingdom of God works sometimes imperceptibly. The kingdom of God can work invisibly, but dear friends, the kingdom of God works like a mustard seed planted in the ground. The mustard seed that if you pull it out of your cabinet and drop it onto the carpet, you may never find again if placed in the ground in a fertile area that seed could grow into a plant that is nine or ten feet tall if conditions are positive. It works mysteriously. And to think of what a seed becomes and what it looks like when you place it in the ground and then what it looks like when it grows and becomes a plant and then bears fruit sometimes after flowering, we can see the mystery of God at work as a seed becomes a bush. We see the mystery of God at work as yeast is worked into dough with a baker's hands as the yeast that, that goes in, into this dough and you can leave it sitting while watching Law and Order or while watching Law and Order Criminal Intent or watching Law and Order Special Victims Unit or Law and Order Miami, or Law and Order, or whatever it is that you watch. But when you come back, when you come back, that dough that has the yeast worked into it has become something quite different. Because God is at work. God is at work in the world making small things, hidden things, visible. And the parables of Jesus teach us that it is hidden, this kingdom of God. It's hidden in the same way that four of the objects that are hidden may be seen to be small and unobserved. A mustard seed, yeast, treasure that is concealed, a pearl of great price that must be sought out through a career. Once when Jesus was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God was coming, he answered 
The kingdom of God is not coming with things that can be observed, nor will they say, look, here it is or there it is, for in fact, the kingdom of God is among you. Maybe it's hard to see. Maybe it's not something that is obvious. But if the kingdom of God takes root in you, if the kingdom of God begins to work on your temperament, on your thoughts, on your physical disciplines, if the kingdom of God begins to work in your spirit, that which could not be seen may soon enough be visible. That which is invisible and worked throughout our lives may in fact give our lives a richer, fuller character. The kingdom of God is among you. So what is the kingdom of God like? Well, it's like something that changes everything. It's like something that looks one way when you plant it or bury it and becomes something else entirely when it bears fruit. It is the smallest of seeds, but the greatest of shrubs. It is the leaven that has worked its way through everything. Now, the truth is, we might stumble upon the kingdom of God. You and I might be going about our daily activities, just working at our jobs, just doing the things that we normally do, and God's kingdom may appear in a way that is completely unexpected. The kingdom of God is like a treasure that has been concealed in the ground. The largest buried treasure in America known as the Saddle Ridge Hoard was discovered in February of 2013. A couple who owned the property were walking their dog and suddenly they saw on the ground something that looked like a top of a can. And what appeared to be a rusted portion of this can, they dug around it and picked it up and it was incredibly heavy. It was so heavy that while taking it back to the house, the lid of the, cran of the can cracked open and revealed glistening gold inside. Well, after that first can, the couple went back to dig up the land in search of more cans filled with more coins, and eventually eight cans were found on their property in Saddle Ridge. After the discovery, the couple protected their find by hiding it in an old ice chest and burying it under a pile of wood. So far, there are 1,411 gold coins with a total value of over $10 million. Uh, we might stumble upon the kingdom of God. We might not even be looking for it, but this treasure... This treasure presents itself to us in a way that is astonishingly real. In a way that we can hardly say, this is coincidence. On the other hand, we might not just stumble upon it, we might look for it. We might look for it and find it. The merchant in fine pearls has spent a lifetime buying and selling pearls and on one occasion, he finds one that is the greatest and most beautiful of all pearls. And he clears out his inventory and sells everything he has so that he may have the one that he has sought, this pearl of great price. I love the book of 
Proverbs. And the book of Proverbs talks about finding wisdom. In the New Testament, Jesus Christ himself is understood to be wisdom personified. But look at what Proverbs says. If you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and will find the knowledge of God. I've always had this hope that one day I am going to stumble upon a can full of golden coins or climb up in the attic of a house that's old and find something in the rafters that is unusual, something that is valuable. But we do have the promise that if you and I look for the kingdom of God, if you and I seek wisdom, if you and I go in search of what God has for us, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. And Jesus asked the question of his disciples, do you understand? Do you understand? Dear friends, we can't judge one another because sometimes the faith that is so tiny as a mustard seed Sometimes the faith that is like yeast that is being worked in dough is almost imperceptible, which is why I can't judge anyone, nor can you, is because maybe, maybe, in a way that you can't even see, the life of God has been planted in a brother or sister. That means that even the most cantankerous old fellow may in fact be among the children of God. That may means that even the person who's most difficult to get along with may in fact be among the children of God. We can't judge one another because we don't know what may be germinating inside the heart of the one that we see. It also means that we mustn't despair when we think we don't have enough faith. Just because you and I are not giants in faith does not mean that God is not at work within us. Like the seed and like the yeast, God can be at work and start doing a work within us that when He finishes will be as obvious to the world as risen bread or the nine or ten feet tall mustard bush. Do you understand, Jesus says, that faith is worth centering our lives upon, that is worth surrendering our lives to, that is worth pursuing with everything that we have? Do you understand, Jesus says, that when we live by faith, it's like having treasures that are filled with things that are old and new. It's like having the wisdom of history that is intersecting with a Monday morning or a Thursday afternoon. Dear friends, Jesus has placed within you the treasure that is the kingdom. And maybe you don't know whether Jesus has placed within you this treasure yet, but somehow you are here, somehow you are watching this church service from Centenary United Methodist Church. And I ask you to believe that the God who works yeast into dough, the God who plants seeds that become something far grander than 
ever they were before, is a God who has brought you to this moment. And He has brought you to this moment and asks you, do you understand that faith is worth centering our lives upon, worth surrendering our lives to, worth pursuing with all we have? Dear friends, the gift of faith that gives us treasures new and old. The gift of faith that grows within us. The gift of faith that we can seek or stumble upon. is the gift that God gives to those who love Him. Will you embrace this faith today? Will you believe that even if it is as tiny as a mustard seed, that nonetheless the God who created the universe is reaching out to you and asking for your love and your commitment. Will you believe that this God wishes to include you in this strange and beautiful kingdom? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.